Hey, good morning and welcome to Breakthrough Walls. I'm Ken Walls and I'm your host. And today, today I have somebody pretty special on. You're going to love this lady. Her name is Debbie Bettendorf and she's a rock star. I can't wait for you guys to meet her and hear her story. So do me a favor and share this out right now. Share it out to all of your friends and your family because they're going to love to hear Debbie's story. Stay with us. And we're back. Let me get Debbie on here. Hang on real quick. Debbie, welcome to the hey, show. Hey, Ken Walls. How you doing? Oh. I am great. Yeah. My All right, Tori. Tori, get rid of the dog. The exit. <laughs> yeah, the dog. And what about chihuahuas? We've always had Labradors. Yeah. We get this chihuahua and like you got to praise them and to go pee pee poo poo outside. You've got to dress them in clothes. It's a whole new thing, but I'm obsessed with her. I'm obsessed with her, but she's, she's leaving so we can have peace and quiet. Oh, that's awesome. So, so Debbie, we met at our dear friend, Mindy Dreyer's book signing yes. event. Yes. And um, your energy is just incredible. And Mindy said, you have to have her on your show. And so here you are. Here I am. I know. Um, Let's tell your audience about this. So you and I chat at Mindy's book signing for Dear Mom, which everyone should get because it's an amazing book to share, especially around yeah. the holidays and Mother's Day. But you and I chatted it up. And then you said, you know, would you like to be on my show? And I'm like, are you kidding me? I would be honored. <laughs> and then we chatted later and I'm like, you know, Ken, I, I started looking at your your interviews and the people that you interview are just outstanding, amazing, spectacular human beings. What is it about me that made you decide to put me on your show? Mindy I, I, told me to. Mindy told me to. And there's another reason. Okay. That fabulous Christmas tree you have behind you. <laughs> okay. Well, thank goodness someone <laughs> appreciates this. I love it too. I actually have two in my front room. I got a little excited this year. Oh my gosh, so, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So no, I you know, your energy is off the hook and I, I love it and I, I I love what you're doing in the world and, and so that's why you're here. I mean, obviously Mindy recommending you helped. Yeah. But um so so listen, I, I started this three and a half years ago or so. Mm -hmm. Um and it was probably for some selfish reasons to to figure out how to get myself unstuck from yeah. from where I was. Let's let's start with you telling people where you were born and raised. Okay, that sounds like a great place to start. I was born and raised in Chillicothe, Ohio, Chillicothe, home of Tecumseh. If that makes sense, it's. Yeah. Outdoor drama um, of an Indian named Tecumseh. Chillicothe yeah. was the first and third capital of Ohio. We all like to brag about that. So I right. had to throw that in there. Right. Uh, born and right. raised, went to, Ohio, uh, went to Chillicothe High School, 
had an amazing upbringing with a lot of playing outside with no shoes, um, mm -hmm. lots of friends in the neighborhood, that kind of lifestyle, you know, um, loved it. Went to Chillicothe High School, went to Ohio University for college. Um, you know, that that's like the, it in a nutshell, but you yeah. can ask me more details. Oh, you. Oh, you. So isn't the number one degree obtained from OU in, in partying? <laughs> I think that they dropped to like number two recently and oh, they're did they? rallying back. So, yeah, <laughs> that's actually very true. That's very true. It's, yeah, it's yeah. The, the most famous um, college Halloween party in the nation, I believe. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so you went to OU. What did you study there? What was business. your major? Yes, business. I studied okay. business, and okay. I really, honestly, I didn't really know where to go with what I was studying. And I thought you can do a lot with business. You got to have a business mind, all, all like that. So that's where I went. Yeah. Okay, and so. You graduated from OU, I'm right. assuming, and um, you immediately started a business with your no. new degree. Okay, so no, this is how it all went. <laughs> no, she said so, no. No, no. So it's interesting too because I know that I, I I do have a pretty vibrant personality. I love to be around people. Yeah. Um, it, and it may, I love learning about others, all of these things. And I had a professor and my, one of my business professors, um, professor Andrew Batchelor, God love his soul. Um, he had told me, he said, Debbie, you should be on the top floor of a fortune 500 company running it. You, you're, you're smart. You know how to work with people and all like that. And as he said it, I was even like, that is so nice of him. Like, I so appreciate you. But in my mind, I knew I felt like I was put on this earth to have a family and be a mother. Yeah. So I, I right out of school, I was working for the auditor, the Ross County auditor. Um, I started dating my now husband. He played in the Orioles baseball, Baltimore Orioles organization. He traveled a lot with that. I was still wow. stayed home. Um, he ends up getting injured. We both come back, you know, in Chillicothe. Um, we end up getting married and we start a family. I was a month shy of 22 when I got married, which is such mm -hmm. a baby. I look at my daughter. She is right now 22 years old. And I think, oh, my gosh, that was so young. But well, it's past time to find her a husband then. Right? <laughs> I know we got to get her. <laughs> so, but, but, you know, I just I we you know, we had our first child, a boy, Dalton, and I then four years later, we had Victoria. We call her Tori. And my it filled my cup up. I loved being a full time mom. I worked at the school. I did a ton in the community, junior civic league on the board at the hospital. But all of these things that I did, I could still do and get my little social fix. But I could schedule it around family time. So I was always available to them. And so see what I what I wanted for me is that. But I also would look at like my really good girlfriends who are super successful. They balanced a career and family very well. That was their journey. For me, I I just all I could see myself being was a full-time mom because that's where I found my joy. So that's how, you know, that's the mold I was in yeah. for a long, long time. 
and then I'll let you ask me a question because I can just talk, 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 talk. Um, so, so you at, at 22, you got married yes. and your, your husband played professional baseball right. for the Orioles. Right. Wow. I yeah. should have him on the show then. I know. That's what everybody <laughs> says. I get in front of people and they're like, oh, wow, he's he's probably got a better story than you. He does have some <laughs> really good stories. I will tell you that. He yeah. Does. So, so, um, so you were, you were a, 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 I call them domestic engineers. Correct. Yeah. I also use that term. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. So you were a domestic engineer, um, rearing a family. Yes. And two two children, and and so where did things go from there for you? Like what? Right. what yeah. Well, I do want to mention something that was, um, you know, I feel like, you know, you there are so many people that have amazing stories of hardships and what they've gotten through, and I really feel like I've been so blessed in my life. I did have a couple of things happen with my daughter Victoria. Um, I'll skim over it, and I won't go into a lot of detail. But when she was five years old. She was overcome with carbon monoxide and was unconscious, wow. um, was taken and hospitalized. Wow. It was extremely traumatic. Um, I'm sitting here today thanking God that it, she's alive and that, you know, it could have ended very differently. However, after this carbon monoxide poisoning, and she came out of it, she had extreme anxieties and she became a different child. It was almost like her vibrant personality was sucked out of her. And it was a long journey of years of therapy, um, helping her fight her fears. It was, yes, thank sure. goodness, both of my children went to Bishop Leger. I sent them both to parochial schools. I worked at the school as a, you know, mom as a volunteer there for years. Um, if it wasn't for those teachers and that small community that we had, yeah. um, I think that I would have had to have homeschooled her because she couldn't leave my side, but that was a safe place for her. So it was a journey through that. Uh, it was very trying. And I often thought, wow, had I not devoted just fully to my family, and had a career and balanced it, I would have had to have quit my job because right. it was a full-time job dealing with her. And then my oldest son was amazing. He was always so supportive of her and never felt jealous because, and it was the family unit changed a lot through that. It was a really, I would say a four year process of getting her back where I started to see her personality. But I'm happy to say with a lot of work and a lot of love, she graduated from the Ohio State University, and she is currently at Capital for law school. So, what a success story there! That's so That's, amazing. Wow. Mm -hmm. So, so, and and, I mean, I know some. I have uh, some friends that are former professional baseball and NFL players yes. um, that sustained injuries, mm -hmm. and it was life changing. So. Uh, I, I want to go back to that that moment at 22 when when you you and I'm not gonna uh, we'll talk about your 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 daughter a little bit more here in a yeah. minute but but you know back when your mm -hmm. husband got injured playing professional baseball um, I mean that's a big job number mm -hmm. one 
it's, yeah. it, it, it can, uh, you can ask a rod, you can make a lot of money doing that. So, so, um, you watch your, and he wasn't, you, you weren't married yet. No. Okay. I knew um, him after he walked away. I got you. So yeah. What did he end up? I mean, you guys went back to Chillicothe. And for those watching that aren't familiar with Chillicothe, Ohio, it's not unusual to see people riding horses through town. <laughs> I'm just at kidding. I, I'm telling you right now, Ken. I our, live in Marion, uh, Ohio. So trust I me. I know. Our, yeah. our, our downtown right now looks like it was plucked out of a Christmas Hallmark movie. I'm obsessed. It is so cute. <laughs> and currently, you will see a horse and carriage giving <laughs> kids rides through downtown. So that kind of struck money with me. So there you have it. I told you. you it, but, I mean, you see that in New York city. So, right. um, so, you yeah. know, but you, you guys ended up, you said we came back to chill a coffee. Were you with him? Um, I didn't permanently live anywhere that he lived. I would go and stay and then I would travel home to live and to work and to do things. I, okay. you know, he traveled so much, you know, yeah. it was, they were in different ball fields. I, that just wasn't my jam. <laughs> so I came back and, you know, my parents live here. I have two older sisters who live here. Yeah. It's home. I love it here. So, yeah. 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 And my wife is watching. She said, that's not true. Chillicothe is so pretty. So. Oh, thank you. Yeah. For saying that. So, that too. So you, so you, you, he comes back to Chillicothe. Yeah. You guys get married. Yes. Did he have a plan B? Like, hey, if I get injured playing baseball, I can. Yes. So he okay. was he was educated. So he knew yeah. he had actually <laughs> he had gone to Kent State. He's currently in the Kent State Hall of Fame there. Oh wow! Um, and was drafted his senior year, his last year of college. So when he got drafted, he went ahead and went. But then when he walked away, he had one semester left. He finished. We we got married after that. And then he ended up working. We just, we felt like a sense of both of our parents live here. Let's start a family here. I think that was more me than yeah. it was him. I think that he had a ton of opportunities elsewhere, even for coaching. Uh, but we just, we, meaning me, I think, encouraged us to stay with family <laughs> And raise our kids with family. And so that's what we did. So did, did you just say we, me, 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 we, me and me and <laughs> else in my pocket. Yeah, exactly. So um, I'm sorry. Oh. My throat's so rough today. I've got something going on here. Um, but good. anyway, yeah, we, we just, we started our family life here and he went, you know, he had a degree also in business and he ended up working for the factory at the time called Mead. He ended up doing field service rep which also included a ton of travel again. So yeah. he's on airplanes three, four times a week, but you know, he was a family man when he was home. So, um, but it was, it, it all worked. Um, and now he is currently with a company called Arthrex. Uh, he works for CDC medical and he is a manager sales, medical sales devices so Got it. for orthopedic surgeons. So what yeah. goes into the body when you get a knee replacement, Reverse yeah. or all that. So that's yeah. what he does yeah. now. Okay. Yeah. So he he did have a plan. After he did. He's, he has a lot of yeah. forethought. He did Good. have a plan. He only said, if I ever get to the place, they didn't actually release him. He got injured. They rehabbed him down in Florida during spring training. 
they brought him back to designate hits. And he told me, he said, I had a goal and I had a bet or a deal with myself that if I ever get to the place where I don't continue to move up, I walk. Mm. And I was like, well, you might want to give it a little bit more time. Like you're rehabbing, whatever. So he did. Yeah. And they put him back down one level. So um, he was in triple A. So he went back down, rehabbed in double A. And then next thing I know, he calls me and he's like, I'm flying home. I'm like, oh, you're going to do rehab here? And he said, no, I'm done. And I was like, okay. I mean, and he never, he said, you know, I felt like I was put on the earth to play baseball. Like I felt like I was put on the earth to be a mother. And he said, you know, there's never been anything really that he's been more joyful about since. But, you know, he does a good job in what he does and makes it work. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Well, and, and, and I, you know, cause it's important that as a, a, a marital unit that you're able to, um, pivot with each other when, yeah. when things, things, yeah, and honestly, you know, turn it right. is, it, you're right about it. Ken. It's, yeah. it's, there's things that come and go and there's no perfect family and there's no perfect couple. And I'm certainly not a perfect human, but you got to, things ebb and flows and things come up and you, and, you know, sometimes are hard. You know, and yeah. you just gotta keep powering through, break through walls. You gotta break through walls, <laughs> right? That's what we're doing. We're doing that right now. That's it. That's yeah. it. Yeah. So, so you, you, um, so you guys, you started the family. Um, Tori, at five years old, got carbon monoxide poisoning. Um, I can imagine that 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 um, that was scary for her. Yeah. At, at any age, but at five, you're like, wow. And, and so you said, you said earlier that you guys went through a lot of counseling and now look at her. She's handling your technical issues. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, thank you that you are here because I'm right. not really sure how well I'm going to load into it. All my friends right. are talking about it. Like, But <laughs> she's, she's handling that. She's in law yeah. school at yeah. Capital University, which is is huge. That's awesome. Mm, I'm so proud. So, of her. yeah. So, where along the way, where did um? So, as the kids start getting older, and we're mm. starting to experience yeah. that, we have a 16 year old and mm. an 11 year old. A um, As 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 time passes, you start like. Mm-hmm reassessing adjusting figuring things out so where where did things go as your kids started getting older yes so that's exactly where we are today this is how i am where i am today because when dalton graduated from high school and went on to be a bearcat at uc university of cincinnati i thought ooh, i i've raised them to be strong and independent and fly away birdie fly away and do your own thing but it mm, I got, uh, you know, four more years, I knew Tori was leaving. And when you invest all of your emotional and physical, your being inside of these little human beings that you and your husband create, you know, it's like, oh my gosh, I am them. Like, what is my identity as Debbie and not just Dalton and Tori's mom? Who am I, right? So I started doing some soul searching and figuring out, hmm, where do I want to go with me once my kids are flown, have flown away and they start their career? And um, it was a difficult time for me. And I, it, it's, you know, 
I think it's difficult for any human being and especially a woman who is a full-time mom yeah. to figure out what her identity is outside of her family. So I started going through like, what do I want to do? What do I want to give back? And listen, I am all about community. I love to help people, genuinely love to help people. And even if there's someone who isn't very nice to me, I always look at that person and think, I'm going to find something that I can like or say nice about this person. I genuinely, wow. I genuinely believe that if we continue to be on a path of kindness, good things will come back to us. Yeah. So I thought, what can I do? Well, you know, I love working with other women. I'm a cheerleader for women. I love to see, I have hugely successful friends. My girlfriends, some of them have gone to do amazing things. And I've been like the proud mom of them too, cheering them on. Like you go do that. I am so proud of you. You earned this. You deserve it. You are worthy. Yeah. And so I thought, you know, I love fashion. I got a little bit of a business mind. Haven't used it in a while. So I started, <laughs> yeah, I started my business called find your fabulous. And my logo is a butterfly. And the reason I chose the butterfly is because we're all on a journey transforming. We all want to become a better, more beautiful version of ourselves on the inside and the outside. And I truly mean this. Yep. I know that if we work on what's inside, we look better on the outside. People are, you know, our energy's better. You know, we're just overall more attractive. And so I started working. I did have male clients to work with their wardrobe, put things together. But mostly I worked with women, got them ready for events, went into their closet. So I started doing that as a little side job while Tori was still in high school. And I found joy in that. I loved working with these women. So that's kind of how my business started. And then it continued to grow from there. Wasn't there, I thought I heard you telling a story about being on an airplane where mm -hmm. you kind of came up with this idea. Yes. Tell, tell, because I, you know, we're, we're giving a God's eye overview, oh. but the, the bottom line is there's a lot of, of little tiny details that yeah. led up to the moment when you're like, I'm going to have, I'm going to do this business. I'm so glad you're really good at this. I forgot this detail and it's really important to the story. So um, I had been thinking about what I want to do, soul searching, what I want to start had gone with this amazing group of high school girls who are hugely successful. All of them are, they do amazing things. And I'm super proud. Like I said, Flew out to L.A. Um, with a group of the girls to see the other Heather, her name is, who was VP of a huge tool company, which is funny because she loves fashion. But she ended up there um, and had a great time. We all talked about our lives, where we were at this point in our life, what we were doing uh, beyond that. And I had told them, you know, I have, this, I have an interest in doing this. And of course, they cheered me on as well. I get on the airplane to fly home. I was by myself, sat next to a gal. Um, her name was Gail and she lived in LA and she was on her way to Columbus. Mm -hmm. And she and I, 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 and I did say this before I told myself, I, people make fun of me for talking to strangers and like, why do you have to talk to everybody? So I thought, I'm not going to talk to anybody. I'm just going to maybe take a nap or whatever. Well, then she had said something to me. Hi, how are you? You know, do you live in Columbus? And we started talking and I was loving it because I love meeting new people. By the she end was, of the flight, she was going, oh, God, why did I ask her? Bleeding. <laughs> oh, did she shut up? Like, probably, maybe, I don't know. But she had a cool job. 
he worked in a, a, a camp empowerment in Malibu where oh, women wow. would come to find who they are. And she was giving me examples of like people that came there and how, how they, they found themselves there. It was really inspiring. So I told her what I wanted to do, but I hadn't done it yet about this find your fabulous business. Yeah. And she said, why are you not doing it? And I was like, I guess I'm scared. I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to fail. So that's another thing about myself that I've really, my self-awareness now at my age is so much better than any other time in my life. I'm really looking deep and saying, why did I feel like that? Why did what that, what that situation, why did that make me feel like that? Check it out and let it go. And so when she said that to me, I started really saying it is fear and fear of failure. And she then said, listen, you do not want to be old and in a rocking chair one day looking at your life and say, wish I would have tried this. Wish I would have done that. Do that. Try it. And if you fail, who cares? At least you tried. And I thought, and, and just like my son said, sometimes, you know, I've heard that before, right? We've all heard that before. Try it. If you fail, yeah. so what? At least you tried. Yeah. But something about her in that moment, at that time, it is exactly what I needed to hear. And so I'm like, gosh, you know, I am going to try it. And if I fail, I'm going to be proud of myself because I tried it. Well, you know, I tried it and it didn't fail. It's It's been And for one reason, it's not like I'm a millionaire from it by any means, but it brings me so much joy helping these women. And I know I'm helping them too. And it makes you, when you get together and you work with the parents as especially, it makes you stop and think and realize things about yourself. And so it's, it's been a growing opportunity for me along with the clients that I work with. So it's been amazing. So you get off the airplane. Let's go back to that moment. Yeah. Oh, look who's on here. Mindy. Yes. Mindy Dreyer, you sweet soul. I would not be on this show without you. I love Mindy. She's awesome. She's amazing. So, so, um, and who is Sean? Thanks to you. Listen, bestie. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Thanks to you. We always make new friends on vacation. Yeah. We always, I just talk to random people. I love it. I, I, I love it. You're, you're so outgoing. And, and so, so you get off the airplane and, mm-hmm. and had you already decided by the time the wheels touched the ground that you were going to start this, you were doing it no matter what. Yeah. 100%. Wow. Wheels down. I'm the, like, the, I'm the shift occurred in midair. It literally did 30,000, 30,000 feet. By the time the wheels touched, I'm like, I'm doing it. I already had the name of what I already knew it was. Find your fabulous. I had my logo. I had an outline of how I wanted it all to go. It was Who just, is this lady? I know. I wish she was on right now. You don't know her. Yeah. Gail Melichar. We oh, actually, oh, you do, so oh, you, are you friends? Well, of course. Now we are right. We, we <laughs> have one another's personal cell phone number. She actually sent me a message a few days ago and said how proud she was of me. We're, uh, we're on social media together as well. Personal numbers, awesome. whatever. Oh yeah. Every once in a while we'll touch base. And I, I give her total kudos for kicking me out of the crib or plane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude. But so, okay. So you got off the plane, you knew you were starting this business and you, you, you what? 
You went yeah. home, told so your husband, home, and he hey, was I like, this name filled out. I have this name picked out. I need to get with the state. I need to lock and load it. I need to make it mine. So I started the process with the state wow. of Ohio to get my name and cover it and uh, uh, started a website on my own, which you, as we have discussed, <laughs> I am not a techie person. Okay. We right, know this. Right. Anyone who knows me knows this. I have, I don't know technical difficulties on the regular. And everyone that I know tells me I need an Apple phone instead of an Android. That's my problem. And they tell me to drink the Kool-Aid, but I say, I don't like Kool-Aid. It has too much sugar in it. I'll stick with my Android. There's sugar-free Kool-Aid. I know, Ken. You know. You don't have to. Yeah. So anyway, I just, I got it all figured out. Did this um, website on my own, which was lackluster, but I did it and I was okay with it. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to create this. And and it's still lackluster and it's kind of sitting there idle. It has been for a few years. And I've had all these other opportunities come up. So Find Your Fabulous had a little bit of a backseat. And then when COVID hit, I couldn't really go into people's homes. No one was going to any events. So right. I, you know, I I delved into other avenues, you know. So it all it all worked out. And I've I'm doing so many different things and having a lot of fun with it. So so what what when you say client define that what's that mean like if i wanted to to be a client of yours how does that work yeah you would contact me either on one of my social media platforms definitely don't go to the crappy website is that what you're saying you're not going to get a hold of me on that yeah <laughs> you can go look at it and say mm, she's right that's a little lackluster and then move on um but i am on all the social media platforms you can find me on there and private message me that way and then we can exchange numbers and make an appointment and I will help you find your fabulous, whatever that means. Are you going to an event? Do you need a wardrobe makeover? Do you, you know, things like that. Wow. Julie is giving you some big time. Props. I have told her, I have told her maybe his advice in her book. Oh yeah. She had told me, she goes, well, I read your book and I just felt like I've known you for 39 years and you've told me all of these things to my face. So when I read your book, it was a recap. So, so, okay. So. What do you do? I guess I should have asked the question differently. What yeah. do you do for your clients? Okay. So it depends on what they're after. So we'll have a consultation and it's always free. I don't charge for consultations. We get together and I'm like, what is it that you need? Oh, well, I have a wedding. I'm a mother of the bride or I'm a mother of the groom. So this is all about their, their look fashion. It is, but here's what happens. Okay. Okay. When we actually get together and I'm either shopping with them or I shop for them and deliver it to them. And then they try it on for me or we're in their closet, figuring out how to maximize what they have and get rid of what doesn't work. As we're going through this process, that takes several hours. Typically, if I'm doing a wardrobe makeover in their closet as well, it always turns into how they feel about themselves. So every client I have, mm are fashionable. They look amazing in their clothes. They know how to put their stuff together. They almost just want reassurance or for me to say yes, or, you know, add this to your wardrobe. Here's, here's a staple here. Maybe add this trendy piece to feel new with it. Right. Mm -hmm. But we then talk about why are you feeling like you don't look good in this? Why? And then it turns into these conversations about self and about self love. And it, and it, and I learn a lot about myself in the process. Like the, the 
self-assurance, the confidence that we need as women. And so as I worked through with these women for several years, I wouldn't make notes of the discussions that I had had because I didn't want to forget because yeah. it wasn't just for them. It was also for me. Right. Where I'm like, wow, I'm looking at this amazing woman that I'm working with right now who lacks self-confidence. Why? Why do I sometimes lack self-confidence? And it really makes you turn inside and evaluate yourself. So I would make notes. After a while, I thought I should write a book, but I want the book to be fun, lighthearted, and my personality. I don't want yeah. it to be a heavy read with a, like I say, it's an appetizer book. It's not a meat and potato book. And right. I want it to be my personality where people read it and they feel like Debbie's talking to me right now. Yeah. You know? And that's, that's kind awesome. of what, that's how that came alive. So, so, so <clears throat> what is the, <clears throat> how do I, how do I word this? What's the reason that, I mean, I've never, I've never even heard of somebody doing what you're doing. Like, I guess it exists in the world, um, in oh, Hollywood and New York and, um, but you're in Chillicothe, Ohio, yes. yeah. right? The first and third capital of Ohio. Um, so, so why would somebody come to you They're They, 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 they feel like they can't, they can't shop for themselves. They can't pick out the right <laughs> clothes. They, wh why? Um, just, I, if I could, I would like to have one. I mean, it's funny because what happens is you can say, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't know. My wardrobe doesn't make me excited. Every day that I go to my closet, I'm like, ew, like I don't <laughs> feel good. Like, and you know, as we grow as women and our, you know, we change, we grow into some, so should, should our style. So right. sometimes we have these clothes that we really love, but then we don't necessarily love them later. And maybe our body type changes. And then all of a sudden you're like, Ooh, I feel like I'm in a rut kind of, you know what Look I mean? Look what Kellyanne just said though. Loving women need fashion too. <laughs> we wear more than jeans and boots. Yes, Kelly. Yes, Kelly. She thinks I'm picky. I live in Marion, Ohio. Okay. <laughs> Chillicothe's got us by about 10 points. So yeah, but it's funny. Yeah. You're, uh, you're, you're losing points yeah. on you know, Kelly. But anyway, <laughs> it, it's, it's true though. We all, it doesn't matter geographically where you live, you know, how old you are, how young, or I always say, you're never too young and you're never too old to find your fabulous. What is finding your fabulous? It's not the clothes you put on your back. It truly is the relationship that you have with yourself. The relationship that you figure yourself out and what mm. makes you tick and where's your, where's your passion and then own it, like it. There's a lot of things that may not be exactly what I want about myself, but it's kind of who I am. So I need to accept it and love myself, mm. love myself so I can love others and I'm open to receive love from others. So it's a matter of the clothes are just an accessory. The clothes are fun, but it's not what it's all about. So in my journey, along with this getting women ready and changing up their wardrobe a little mm -hmm. bit, because we get in rut, just like, you know what, Ken, let's, let's talk about this. You know, like when you've always worked out, then maybe a year you take it off and you're like, oh my gosh, how am I ever going to get back yep. over working out? 
I'm in a rut. I don't like the way I feel. Someone who hires a personal trainer. Yep. Well, that person's going to energize you, fill you with like, yeah, motivation. Let's do this. And they're, then they have this other person who is with them saying, you got to do it. And it's almost like, oh gosh, I got to do this because I got this trainer. Well, you know what? I come in and I'm like, let's see what you have. This is good. This is good. I don't ever, ever, I love everyone's style. As long as it fits their body well, it's so fun to see, go through someone's wardrobe and say, oh, I see what her style is. That's cool. Let's just make sure that your style fits you well. So you look mm. good in your style. But, you know, once again, it's just an accessory. And now I'm almost like over the fashion. Like I'm almost over that. My new journey is getting with people to talk about what's in here and find out what you're passionate about and how to do that. You know, I want to write another book, Ken, and I want this book to be more meat and potatoes. Yeah. And I want it to be, I want to talk to philosophers and interview psychologists about the study of the human, like why do some people find their fabulous, which is love within Yeah, yeah. at a young age, some people later in life. And then sometimes people don't ever feel okay with who they are their entire life. And so I want to write it in a way that is engaging and fun and easy, quick, because we're all busy people and, yeah. and for everyone to be able to understand. So I want to yeah. be able to interview people who are so off the chart, brainiac, special and specialties in their field. People, people, people like me. And me. <laughs> and me. Where we can just say, okay, let's see. Oh yeah, I get that. You know, ooh, that's that, awesome. that makes an impact. You know, once again, like what my own son said to me, who is in psychology and going back to get his master's very soon. He works wow. for Ohio State, uh, the Harding Hospital, the mental health hospital. Um wow. I, I want to be able to say, ask these people, hey, why is this, this and this? And then take it and convert it into layman's terms and words that we can read and it make an impact. Like Dalton said, my son said, that woman that said that to you on the plane, you've heard that before, mom. Yeah. What was it about the way she said it, the time in my life that she said it? So my words, even though you've heard them before. Yeah may inspire you and hit you differently. Right. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, so I'm, I'm trying to wrap my brain around how you um, go to market, so to speak with your um, find your fabulous business. So you, you like, let's go back to the day you got off of the plane and you had decided I'm going to start this business. You know, generally speaking, a business is more successful when it has clients or customers, right? <laughs> so, um, so, so who was your first customer? How did that, or, and maybe you don't have to say who it is, but I, I how, know who it is. Her name's Trish Mayers. Yeah. And she's actually a psychologist. She has Mayers Cares. I will wow. be interviewing her for my next book. Wow. Um, she doesn't know that now she does. Um, Trish Mayers was my, oh yeah, Sean, you were probably, <laughs> listen, my bestie, I always did. I, she was like my lab rat. I'm like, I'm going to take on you. This is what we're going to do. And she was like, tried, true and proven seal of approval. You got it. And I'm like, I, I, you know, I know, I know. You said my lab. 
I know. She's like, thanks a lot, Deb. I'll probably get another message. Like, seriously. But yeah, she did. She allowed me to like, you know, and I just, um, I work with, I can tell like what looks good on people, you know, and, um, and be able to fit clothes for their body. There's a lot of, you know, listen, trends are great and they come in and sometimes we all want to wear what's in style, but if it's not your body shape, style, then it doesn't look good on you. and does us no favors. So I kind of found my way and I would, you know, with some customers, clients, I would say, oh, I thought that would look good. My bad. You know, this, this looks better. And so we would, we'd learn that way. And it's just, there's no quick fix for anything. right? Do you body shame? (laughs) I would never do that. I'm kidding. You know, in my book, there's a story about one client who continued to call me and say, I want you to come work on my closet and help me know what looks good on my body, but I'm not going to do it until I lose X amount of pounds. Oh my God. And I encouraged her. I said, no, you know what? You should do it now. And she's like, no, I'm not going to do it now. I don't want you seeing me and whatever. And I would like, okay, she'd call back. Ah, I'm not doing well on this diet journey. And I, I, I'm like, you should just have me over. You should finally. Okay. She called me and said, heck with it. This journey of trying to lose weight isn't working. So come on over. Let's do this. Wow. And I did not know her prior. Okay. Wow. So I go, we work for several hours. She had tons of clothes that looked amazing on her and some that just, she, it didn't work for her anymore. So she had huge piles to give to, you know, whomever needed it, you know, homeless shelter, yeah, yeah. domestic violence, all of these different places. I will always take lists of where you can donate your clothes if that's what you want to do. Cause that's amazing to help other women. Yeah. So Love this success story. To me, this is one of my finest. So worked with her for several hours, talked, had really like therapy sessions during this. Wow. About six months later, I got a message from her. She had lost a significant amount of weight. And she said, I don't know. You, I put seven outfits together. And I said, I don't care if you're working from home. Wear it. Put it on. Every day, here's your outfit. Head to toe. Jewelry, everything. I put it on the back of her door. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Every day, get in that outfit and you look good. And you know, I put that together for you. You look amazing. She said, I don't know what it was, but something triggered me and I felt good. And it was almost an incentive to keep going. And I just started treating myself better, eating better. And she lost like 60 pounds. Wow. I know I got gooseies. I still get goosebumps over wow. that. Wow. That's amazing. That's what brings me joy. That is amazing. Wow. So, you know, and it's just fun. That kind of stuff's fun for me. So how did you how did it all how did you start getting clients? I mean, I'm I'm assuming they pay you money. Yes. So like how did that like you got off of that airplane? You're like, okay, I gotta get customers that are yeah. gonna pay me. Yeah, I'm sure your husband was interested in, in oh, that, that was part of it too, too right? Like, <laughs> oh, that's great. Hey, I love the fact you're starting a business, honey, but um, yeah, are people about, ever going to pay you? <laughs> yeah, because I do have a tendency to donate services on the regular because I, uh-huh. I know I want to help people. And there are times where I know that maybe they can't, they can't or have it available to them. <laughs> so, <laughs> but 
pay money. <laughs> Sean said, pay money. We're still working on that. Okay. So, um, oh, uh, here's funny. what happened. So I had started the business. It was kind of word of mouth for a while. The newspaper, my local Chillicothe Gazette did an article on me, gave my information. Wow. Started that way. And word of mouth, it, it started very quickly. Like I said, you know, Trish Mayers called me. I styled her. She even let me style her mom. I have clients from early age of 13 to 90 years old. I'm not even kidding. Trish Mayers' wow. mom is 90 years old. And so how fun is that? I learned wow. so much, so, so much from all of my clients. It's, a, it's, it's so incredible. And how popular am I that I get a 13-year-old that thinks I'm cool? That's what I want to say. Oh, amazing. So uh, anyway, I, I made it. I created a find your fabulous community business page, Ken, because um, then as things started to slow down, the word of mouth stuff, I thought I got it. I got to get on this uh, Facebook page. So I created my Facebook community page, which is called find your fabulous. You can find me, look me up, follow me. I do fun stuff on there. So um I did that. Well, then my friend who is a professor at Ohio University, Martha Tenedo, she called me one day and she said, Deb, you know, I have a lot of students getting ready to graduate and I, you know, I teach them how to make a resume, how, how to have an interview. Can you come in and talk to them about how, what to wear for an interview? Because I hope that they know how to dress. And I'm like, oh, that's a great idea. So she had me over and I started presenting and I did a PowerPoint presentation with visuals, examples of wow. what proper attire would be for an interview. Right. Because, you know, I like holy jeans. I met you at the signing. I had holy jeans on. I was like, poor girl can't afford I know. better this jeans. Poor hobo. This poor <laughs> hobo. What's wrong with her? She's doing what? So I I was like, yeah, I loved it. And I loved the opportunity that people give me. Like, Martha, I love her. And so she gave me that opportunity. Well, then I, I did this and I started getting calls to do other to have other presentations, Southern, um, Southern State, um, Huntington Junior College, Marshall. All these different. And so I go in and I say, hey, you know what? We all have our style. I love everybody's style. But remember, out of respect for whomever you're interviewing with and their company, just look like you put it together and you mean it and you're spiffed up and your shiny shoes and your closed toe shoes, no holes. And, you know, wear something nice, you know, and I would give examples of what they could wear. And so and then we talked about, you know, other things, too. Piercings. Wow. Tattoos, you know, you you just got to shop who you're who you're going to interview for, because, you know, if you really want that job, sometimes we have to sacrifice our style to be able to fit into what their ideal, you know, culture. I, I, I think in our society, there's this um, I don't know if you call it the woke culture or what it is, but. You know, I, I remember interviewing a, a guy for I forget what position in my company, but he showed up to the interview and it looked like a hardware store explosion had happened on his face. He had yeah. like all these piercings everywhere. And I'm like, yeah. don't get too close to a magnet, dude. And <laughs> and like like I was like, I can't even like I didn't I spent three and a half seconds with him and, and said, well, I'll, I'll let you know. 
<laughs> you know what though, Ken, I got to say this. Okay. I enjoy, I enjoy people that have the hardware that have the tattoos. I, I do too. But I get it. So here's what I said to, because I, I would always encourage my, the students I was, you know, presenting, oh, ask me questions and give it to me straight. Like it, the only way we're going to get anywhere with this, I'm not coming in here to say, you have to wear this and you have, I'm not your mother. I school my own. Right. I'm to just give you what I would do if I were you, if you want this job. So I had one student say, well, I have tattoos and I'm not covering them because this is who I am. And if they don't like it, fine. I said, and I 100% agree, but guess what? You just be prepared to not get the job. Right. It's their company and they have a culture, they have a look, they have, you know, their brand. And if you really, really want that job out of respect for them, you have to be able to fit into what their culture is but you know there's other things and other companies that will welcome you as right. i do i am fine i mean you know I, some of my favorite people have tattoos and hard um, same here i yeah. i i told i'm just in uh, tattoos are i don't know th those don't in any way bother me at all i i i as a matter of fact, if I see somebody in public with you want nice to tattoos, I'll be like, hey, nice, nice artwork you have there. Yeah. But like, yeah. I, you know, showing up to an interview for I think it was outside sales or something um, with that going on with piercings well, it's everywhere. It's, 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 it, it, and it's, it's, you know, whether people want to accept it or not, we are judged by our appearance. Period. And that is how I start every presentation. Every is it really? I say it is, Ken. I say yeah. we're all human. We would well here. We would love to be able to walk into an interview, and our interviewer be able to say, "Wow, great resume," and have a conversation and get to know you. Yeah. But the reality of it is, we're human beings. We're extremely visual. Yep. And upon the first glance of a person. Our mind, we're already having a predisposition thought of who they are by how they look. Yeah. So I always say, take the clothes, take all the crazy hair, anything that is your personal style, which is amazing, but take it out of the equation. Remove that. Walk in just a little bit, maybe more conservative that you may be used to just for the sake of them getting to know you and not what you're wearing on your body. Right. Joe Ingram. I love this. He said he's a buddy of mine out in California. Um, my bride always told our kids until I die, you have to dress like you have a mother that would check you before you left. <laughs> That's awesome, Joe. That's I love awesome. That. His wife's awesome. So, so, you know, I think that, I mean, you're doing these, so now you're doing presentations at colleges and schools. Um, you're helping the the youth um, understand. I mean, it is important that people realize that no matter how prideful you may be about the way that you have whatever going on, um, you know, other people are going to judge you based on your appearance and how you show up.
Yeah. And, and, and I love that, that you're doing that. I, I absolutely love that. So, so where, where, how do you scale this? How do you scale this business or do you, is it something you want to do? Yeah, I, that's a great question because I enjoy doing this, but I feel like I want to do it in more of a group settings, events, uh, put put together events, not just one-on-one, even though that is where a lot of the heartfelt conversations happen, uh, because I want to be able to reach more people and outside of my area and and give them ideas and fashion tips. Like in my book, it's little fashion tips, but it's about the love too. It's loving yourself. The outside, oh wait, let's just pull this up. There you go. Here, Okay. There you go. Find your fabulous, love yourself on the inside, look great on the outside. This is so how I feel. No. Oh, look. And I even have my little butterfly earrings on today. (laughs) Wow. You really out. I went all out for the the Ken Wall show. I, I do believe that it is what we have on the inside because in there I even say, and this is so my personality. You can dress up a turd, but it's still going to stink. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, and that's one of my endorsers asked me to take that out of there. One of my endorsements said, maybe you shouldn't say that. And I'm like, yeah. And I thought about it, but I'm like, if I really want everybody to own who they are, this book is who I am. And I say some stuff in it that might be not like the best, but it's who I am. And if I'm <laughs> owning who I am, it's got to stay in there. Right. Yeah, I'm staying there. I would, I wouldn't, I wouldn't take it out. It's who you are, and I love that. Yeah. And I probably wouldn't have said turd. I would have said the other word. No, and, and you know, I would really have, pissed them I would off. Have yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, but, they all support me. But they also said, listen, you might not want to get negative feedback from you know, you write a book and you have the word turd in it. You know, I, I, th- there's always going to be people that that find something wrong, right? You're right. And you know, something else that I've really thought about in recent is you can't please everybody. No, we all know that. And we've heard that a million and two times. But when you really start to value who you are and know who you are, really big compliments or really bad criticism are kind of doesn't really matter. It feels good to have a compliment. It doesn't feel good to be criticized, but if you let it come in and leave, neither one of them really, it's here, it's inside, right? So book is is just such an easy, quick read, but I don't want people to just go, oh, because I write with my own handwriting in there sometimes too, I'll show you. So because- And and Joe makes a great point, a chocolate dipped turd still tastes bad. It does, it does. (laughs) It's not that I've ever experienced that, but yeah. Like, like I'll say this, like on on this page, it says you are the energy in front Uh, of you, behind you, all around you change a negative thought of yourself, negative self-talk. And there's also, you know, stories in here that I've. Wow. Look at that. Yeah. So there's pictures and different things. And see, I, I even have your book. I bought it. And it's here somewhere it. in my house. Like easy read that you can even read 
to yourself or with your kids because it's there's a lot. Joe, Joe could read it. It's got pictures. pictures. But yeah, so what, what I'm trying to say is when I say you're the energy in front of you, behind you, all around you, I don't mean like really think about that's deep. That's deep. Yeah. It has pictures, Joe. Yeah, it has pictures. Like you are energy coming from you. You know, Ken, even though Mindy told you to have me on, and that's why I'm really on here, but you still feel the energy, right? I know I'm never gonna let you live that down. He was so brutally honest with me, people. I but it's the truth. You you what is it about me that you wanted to have me on your show? Mindy told me to. Well, um, I, I thought you were fishing for a compliment, and I don't hand those out until I get to well, know you better. Until you get to know <laughs> Point taken. I totally agree. But yeah, so I mean, you know, it's just like work oh. on yourself, talk to yourself. When you catch yourself saying negative things to yourself, do you do yeah. it? I used to do it all the time. I, do I catch all the time, every day. You know, I did it all the time. It's only been probably in the past year. I'm like, why did you just do that? Why are you talking? I would never, ever talk and say things to people that I love that I would say to myself. So knock it off people. If you say something that catch yourself and say, I'm going to replace it with a positive. But that here's the thing. There's a guy named, and I don't want no, to go too far. Had a yeah, yes, he has. He has a very nice little beard thing. Um, so, so the Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about this a lot. And, and it, you love him? Love him. I yeah, he's him amazing. Him. And he says that 95% of, of the 60,000 thoughts we have per day are the same exact thoughts that we had yesterday. And that that 50% of them are lies that we're telling ourselves. Yeah, and we ruminate. And it's not, you know, and people that 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 will that say, well, I'd never have negative talk, self-talk. They'll lie to you about other things too. It is absolutely true that we we all experience that. And I love the fact that you are, again, you're bringing attention to this, to the world. I cannot believe we're almost out of time already. Oh, that is God. insane. Um, <laughs> Joe said it's 93.756 of thoughts. I did more research. Then um, Joe's like, ah, scoot over this thumbs. I got you. <laughs> so. So, you know, I think that um, the world, more of the world needs what you have to talk about and teach, Debbie. Um, if somebody like Joe, because uh, if you saw his fashion, <laughs> you might. Uh, you know what? Hold on. I have a question, though. Ha can you think of any celebrities, big celebrities? Hopefully I'm not friends with them. But you see them and you go, ah. Mm. You know, once again, I, I you're going to be like, Debbie, whatever. There are a few, and I can't even, I'm really bad with names. Okay. So, like, I can tell you what they're wearing. I'm, I'm Ken. I know you're Ken. Um, but I, I honestly always do try to see something good about that person. Like, I can say more. So, what I can tell you is not necessarily the people who make me go, uh, I can think of the people who make me go, oh, yeah. Oh, wow. That is so enlightening or whatever mm. i mean i i mean even i know oprah's not on on the network anymore but like i still follow her and the things that and the people she gets with and and the people she has on her show and the things that they bring to light so truthfully like i love that <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> <Jokes. just> <laughs>
I'm a big celebrity. Joe, I'm a big fan of Joe Ingram because he is the real Dr. Joe. <laughs> he is. He is. So, so like if somebody like Joe in California said, Hey, um, you can't come to my house, but I'd be happy to meet with you on zoom. Do you do that? Yeah, I actually do. I do zooms all the time. What we okay. haven't talked about is I'm a, my Schultz and Bettendorf S corp that I have. I'm yeah. a marketing. I do. I, I do marketing. So for, I'm a marketing contractor for several different businesses. They just contact me and say, Hey, you know, I'd like to amp up some marketing for my business. I'd like to get some more people in for these events or whatever. And I'm the Chillicothe city school district. I'm their marketing director there. So, um, I do that as well, but it's right. under this, uh, the Schultz Bettendorf corporation is under the, you know, find your fabulous is under that umbrella as well. So I do it all in some way, you know, I do events too for find your fabulous where I go and I co-host things gotcha. like for kids sake with big brothers, big sisters. Oh, love them and what they do. So yeah. I come in and do things like that. So I know, you know I didn't know how we were going to talk for an hour, but now I'm just asking myself, how did I not think we would talk for an hour? <laughs> I think we talked for two hours at Mindy's event. Exactly. Like it just, I know. And when I finally got away, I'm kidding. So <laughs> yeah. I'm kidding. It, yeah. You're, you're amazing. I love what you're doing. I love your energy. Um, so where is the best place for everyone to follow you? You know, I, I'm on Instagram. I'm on oh. LinkedIn. I don't <laughs> on, on Facebook. <laughs> let's all say thanks to Mindy. Yes. Thank you, Mindy. Um, we're fast friends. Like I adore her. It's I, I, I love Mindy. She's amazing. Oh my gosh. I, you know, it's one of those people, like if someone said something badly about her, I would wonder what was wrong with that person because I would punch him in the face. I know you would. So I would. Yeah, you're aggressive like that. I'm, I'm a redneck like that. <laughs> See Kelly, Kelly, he wears boots and jeans too. <laughs> yeah. So, but uh, yeah, um, I would, I would just reach out to me on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, I'm even on TikTok. I'm not on at all. Just find me. Find your fabulous. Debbie. <laughs> Look. <I'm> <laughs> Has he been on? I got to watch his interview. He's fun. Uh, Joe, Joe's one. Of, he is one of my best. Okay. He's, well, in, the, he's in the top 100. One. <laughs> oh, he's in the top 500 friends. Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm going to totally watch his video. His he's awesome. So, so, so Debbie, um, you know, thank you for, for coming on and sharing, yes. um, so much of your, your amazing energy. Like you, you really have incredible energy yeah. and, and that is the most important thing. I truly believe thank you for saying that. That means a lot to me. It it's the truth. And, yeah. and I, I love what you're doing to help people. Um, and, and anybody who, um, Joe, anybody who struggles with their fashion, Joe, um, make sure that you reach out Joe to Debbie. Uh -oh. And uh -oh. <laughs> Somebody knows Joe. You know what? It's so funny though. Real quick. I gotta say, I do watch when I, I even watch like <laughs> new on the news or there's certain things that are no-nos for men with suits and whatever. And I always think, gosh, I could help him so quickly. Let him know what to wear because and how the sizing and all that. 
Really? It's, yeah. Like you help with all that. Oh my God. Oh yeah. Watching men that wear the wrong size jackets and not understanding how to now, I mean, you would think that some of these men would have their own stylist and that stylist would get them set. But Ken hates when I wear my V-neck trousers, my V-neck <laughs> trousers. Oh my gosh. Joe, you are a, you're a hoot. Oh, he's a trip. He thinks he looks like Brad Pitt too, which is just, anyway, so, um, so I, I think, I mean, I've, I'm sitting here going, okay. But, but l let me ask you this. Here's, here's probably an unspoken objection to your services. You ready? Mm-hmm. Give it to me. Oh, my God. If I hire her, I'm going to have to buy a whole new wardrobe, and I just don't have the budget for that. Oh, that's easy. I go in, find what you have that still works. Do you have staples? Staples are the clothes that are classics that you can put other things with it in order to make it look like a completely new outfit. So you can take your classics, kind of like your, they sometimes call it time, your uh, time capsule pieces that are just, you can layer them all day long and every day of the week you look differently, but you kind of are still wearing the same thing. It's easy. It's easy to do that on a budget. And I like to shop on a budget. I really feel, I don't like to spend full price on anything. I don't like that at all. Wow. I have some things that I'm like, I have to have that and I'll buy. But typically everything I get, I'm a pretty, I'm a bargain shopper. So and you're I a TJ Maxx girl. I love TJ Maxx. <laughs> TJ Maxx and I are best buds. I'm telling you, I am in there. I know when there's, and I love to dig for stuff. Like it doesn't scare me. Like even if I go oh into a warehouse type deal where it's like, I'll go in, I can, Ooh, I love that. And I like to, to oh. save my clients money. I like for them to get maximum amounts for their money. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's easily your, done. That, it doesn't cost that much. It your doesn't. reaction to that was, I, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm going to clip that and that's going to be all oh, over the internet. <laughs> I love TJ Maxx. Do that again. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm there. I'm a, I'm a regular. I hit them all up. On this area, hours here. Mm -hmm. I love them. It's good. In fact, here's a, here's a little uh, teaser. Hey, family, if you're listening, all your presents are from TJ Maxx. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> They're really not, but a lot of them probably are. Oh, my gosh. That is so funny. You kill me. Oh, that's right, the Maxinista. <laughs> Joe, you're clever. I like it. Yeah. So um, Kennedy says she has helped this college student put some amazing outfits. Yay. Yeah, and she also had me to Kappa Kappa Gamma at Ohio State, and I had like 150 girls who I talked to them about my book and had wow. a great conversation with them. So thanks, Kennedy. So everybody go to Amazon. I will put it in my Amazon store as well. Um, I'll put your book in there if I did already. Thank you. That's like Merry Christmas to me. Yes, Thank I'll you. put your book. Well, I mean, it's like only one or two people go there a month. Um, I'm kidding. I, I got my commissions from Amazon yesterday. So anyway, um, what what's the link? Well, the link is amazon.com and, and type in find your fabulous. I don't have a link set up. It would be a weird link. Let me, let me just do it. 
while I look for this book, Debbie, I want to ask you this question sure. real fast. And I know we need to finish, but I'm going to ask you this anyway. Um, the, where's your book? Yeah. Um, Are you going to Deborah? It's right there. I got I it. I going to be Fonse and use uh, Deborah, my given name. Deborah, Deborah, D-E-B-R-A. So um, find your fabulous here. I'm going to put the link in the comments right now. So um, if I can get there, hang on. There it is. So, so what in your opinion? I feel like I'm getting quizzed. I'm getting nervous. <laughs> in your opinion, what do you think? And Fear is the number one answer. You have to look. Joe said it. Don't say fear. Okay. You can't nope. say fear. You have to do better than fear. Okay. What do you okay. think the number one thing is that's holding people back in life from real financial success, number one, and number two, happiness and freedom? And and they do they are related. Yeah. They are. I don't care yeah. what anybody says. Yeah. I've been really extremely homelessly poor and I've been incredibly wealthy and incredibly wealthy is way better. Just saying. Yeah. So I can say this with authority and I believe this wholeheartedly. And I believe that the thing that's holding people back more than anything is acceptance of other people. I think that if we all figure out who we are, once again, the relationship that we have with ourselves and get the relationship with ourselves at a place where you know who you are with all the little, maybe not so great things and be okay with it, own who you are and love yourself. It really doesn't matter that much how much or how not you are accepted. I think acceptance is huge. Yeah. I think that people care so much about what other people think of them. But if you really love yourself, like we said earlier, then compliments or criticism alike come in and go out. Do you love yourself? have a relationship. The relationship that you have with yourself and figuring that out is more important than any other relationship you're going to have in your life. So do it, figure out who you are, be okay with it, love yourself. And when you start thinking negative thoughts, we all do it. I still do it. And I say, Debbie, why do you talk to yourself like that? Don't be so mean. Replace it with a positive one. I promise you'll all feel better. I'm feeling better because I catch myself all the time doing it. And I say, no, I'm a cool chick. I got this. <laughs> I love it. Love it. Love it. I had Joe. I texted him. He posted the link there for everybody. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, you can click on so that. Techie. And I, I do. You even need to do that. I do. I do need to disclose that that is a, an affiliate link to my Amazon influencer account. So. Um, I will make 32 cents if you click that and 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 buy a book. Do it. Buy it off oh. of that. Absolutely. I'm so grateful you've had me on here. 
Yeah. So, and, and, and stay tuned. We're going to be doing an Amazon live here in the next week or two, probably. Um, I'll have Debbie over on Amazon live. I told her that if I, if I liked the interview here today, I would make my decision. I've decided she, she passed the month. Oh yeah. <laughs> so Merry Christmas to me. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. You're awesome. Merry Christmas. And um, thank you to everybody who's been here and shared this out. If you haven't shared this out, you can redeem yourself and go ahead and share. Sean wants to know what your shirt says. Oh, goodness. It says small town girl. (laughs) Small town girl with a big heart who loves the big city, but chose to stay in a small town. I oh, love the big city. I love traveling. I love it. I love all of it. But I always like to come back home to yeah. where my family live. So it's all good. Debbie, you're awesome. Thank you. Um, actually, Mindy said to have her on Grow Live, right? So thank you for being here. You're amazing. Um, and there, my wife is saying great interviews. Jill, thank hello. You. Thank you, Jill. Yeah. So thank you for giving us kudos down here in Chillicothe too. Yeah. So it's a cute little town. It is a cute little town. So, um, listen, Debbie, thank you so much. Everybody make sure you go follow Debbie. Follow What's your me. Instagram handle again? It is find your fabulous. Find your fabulous yeah. at find your fabulous yes. on Instagram. And Facebook, you have Find Your Fabulous Facebook page too, right? And then on some, it's Debbie Bettendorf. So, you know, either way, you'll find me. And and follow me so I know you watched the show. Yeah. Awesome. Everybody go follow Debbie right now. Blow her phone up. Make her go. (laughs) Make her regret what she just said. No, I would never. (laughs) I love it. Oh, you're awesome. Well, thank you guys. Thank you so much, Debbie. I appreciate you. Merry Christmas to you and your family. Merry Christmas to you too. Guys, have a great day. Bye-bye. Bye.